Welcome, dear adventurers, to the Adventurer's Alcove, a realm where imagination knows no bounds. Grab your dice and ready your spells, for we're about to embark on a journey through a world brimming with magic, mystery, and might. I'm your host, Jacob Castillon, guiding you through a rich tapestry of epic tales and daring feats. As we traverse enchanting realms where heroes are forged and destinies are shaped, sharpen your swords, steady your bows, and prepare your wits. And let's delve into the enchanting depths of the Adventurer's Alcove. Today, we're joined with Catherine Jordan, a.k.a. the Provolone Princess. I am every lactose intolerant person's worst nightmare. Brandon Roberts. Hello, my name is Brandon Roberts, but your mother calls me Chocolate Thunder. Deepu Kumar. I think you're referring to me as uh, my real name, Beef Supreme, because I'm thick and beefy. Cassidy Kumar. You can call me the Dungeon Daddy Destroyer. George Brandlin. It's your boy, George Brandlin, Mr. Spitz himself, ready to roll. I can't handle Dungeon Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. That was really good, and it was so hard to keep that. I actually spat out my drink. Can anybody tell me what happened last time? Bjorn died. (laughs) Fucking died, man. Not Not really. For a little bit. not, Not actually, but... We yeah, went on our hunt. We went. We went on our hunt with our friend. By the way, he kind of slacked that last. You know, the last. Yeah, he's not the, the fake fucking hunter. Yeah, fu- my guy. Guy dropping the ball. Yeah. Hey, take it easy on him. That's my fault. You know, I. <laughs> the fake hey. hunter. But anyway, we he went on our good. hunt. Thalic. Thalic. I'd, Thalic. I'm going to call him. Th- from this point forward, his name is Thistle. Thistle. <laughs> but we went on our. We went on our hunt. We killed some velociraptors. We killed some thorn velociraptors. And then there was a big dragon lizard. Not thing. a dragon. An infernus. Not a dragon. Infernus. And it's it was that. A- infernus. But we are still on the quest to look for the elder of the Verdict Claw tribe. As she went to to meet the deity that we believe is Time Rock Mommy. AKA. Also known as Raylana. Did I get it right this time? Yeah. Okay, so you guys uh, had all that, and we ended on a climactic cliffhanger where there was a large explosion, and some of you may not have made it. Shit. So I think that's where we're going to start with each of you reacting to just getting blown up. Sick. Oh, God. Uh, we get him? I burn. That's twice now. Why does everything always singe my hair? But we're still alive. He's gonna shake himself. Just shake the, the soot off of him. We're alive. At least you're alive. I start shaking. I start shaking my hand in an awkward motion. Like my elbow feel funny. God, worry not. A Jorgensen never knows when to stay down. Apparently not. I'm very impressed that you lived that. I gave me a little perspective, let's say. I was the perspective not to steal my spears anymore. Oh, the perspective was to make sure that you were the one that got set on fire next time. Rude. Mjord's gonna pause for a minute. Just look, just thinking back on seeing his parents. Of course nobody else knows that. And he's gonna snap out of it. Well then, where is our friend? Where is this cave? Let's get this over with. I need a nap. Yeah, Thurlock, buddy. Oh, yeah. I wanna grab some of those scales off of that dragon. Okay, um, 
Roll a uh, survival check to see how many scales you're able to get. And Thalic, he comes from out of the brush uh, towards you. Uh, Yes, I am here. I'm noticing a trend with you, my friend. Every time a fight begins, you poof. Nowhere to be found. Yes. Why is that? I, the wee man has a point. I fight from a distance as much as possible. Uh, Many of us are able to be killed from scratches and cuts that do not heal properly. So it is safer and advantageous to maybe not be as close as what some of you like to do. We will do it if necessary, but until it is necessary and we are found, we find it's better for um, hit-and-run tactics. Interesting. Bjorn's going to make it evident, and obviously he knows no better. He's going to point back at John as he says this. So you fight like a coward because you can't figure out whether or not how to heal yourself properly. Am I understanding that properly? Uh, you're a yellow belly. Mm. So are you talking to Thalic or are you talking to John? He's talking to th- he's talking to Thalic while simultaneously bullying John. Yes. What the hell did I do? <laughs> I got up on the damn thing. Roll an intimidation check. That, if I can pull up my character sheet, because I'm good at my job, um, is a 19. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Damn, By the way, I got a dirty crazy. 20 on my... Uh... I cannot get a win on him. <laughs> Thalic walks up to you, Bjorn, and there's a moment of silence as the air becomes thick with this tension. As he walks up to you, Bjorn's going to match his gaze every step of the way. And he punches you. Does a 18 hit? 18 will hit. Can I return the favor? Well. Afterwards, of course. How much temporary hit points did you have? I had. After the explosion. I had three. And I still have a single hit point as well. Oh, no. What He has a a strength modifier of five. God damn it. Oh, no. I got this. Don't worry. I get put on my ass. As he hits you for six points of damage, because it's one plus your strength modifier. God damn it! Was that necessary? Bjorn gets put on his ass. He seems to only recognize strength. Angelica's going to walk over to Thalic, rub his belly, and say, yellow. Because he's a yellow belly. Am Am I to expect that you want to be treated as a warrior? Aye, you should be in the kitchen. Actually, I'm in the kitchen. That's my, like, whole thing. Does a 19 hit? Yeah. Everyone's getting popped the hell off. Oh, my God. Okay. Chaos crew. Chaos crew. I got crew. this. I got this. No, actually, roll a grapple check against him. He rolled a 19. Oh, I got high acrobatics. I'll use my dice. Dude, you're going to need a nat 20. So I guess it would be plus five, so. You would need a nat 20. And even that might not so be enough. 24. So either athletics or strength. Athletics or acrobatics? 23. You got a 24. It was a 19 plus 5. God damn it. Why are you for real? Yeah. Uh, he grabs a hold of you, and before anybody can make a move, he puts you over his knee, and he thwaps you on the backside and treats you like a spoiled child. 
Can I? Can I? Okay, come on. Yeah, hold on. Good luck, buddy. Come on. As you yeah. take six points of damage, because and he says, "I do not believe in striking a woman, but I will discipline a child." Yeah. All right. Ass. I try to. I go over. You wanted to have our guidance, and then you disrespect us. You threaten to burn our children. You threaten to burn our village and to kill us, and then you disrespect how we fight and survive. Oh. All right, let's let's all contact Thelok, buddy, pal, if I may. Address. It's not a threat anymore. It's a promise. He lets you go, and he stands, and he looks at you, John, and there is a anger in his eyes. Don, I know what you're feeling right now. Totally valid. Skies can be jerks. I get that. We're gonna stick together. No, no, uh, no hard feelings on your tactics, your methods. They worked for you. That's great. We're new here. Strange to us. You got. We just barely survived that. Bjorn's down again. We're gonna have to do some healing or something because we got. We need him back. We gotta stick together. This is not the way to go. I'm sure in your village, in squabbling, is not. It's is also frowned upon. No. Roll a persuasion. Use my, my highest stats. Persuasion. Boom. It's an 18. You see that fire in his eyes start to dwindle down. And that heavy breathing that he was doing a moment ago is starting to slow as he's trying to master his emotions. I suppose you are right. There you go. I just uh, cannot abide by the disrespect to our clan, our nature. We shared food, space gave you safety, and were disrespected by every step of the way. And that will be addressed and remedied once we're out of this situation we're in now. Does that sound copacetic? He breathes deep and turns, and he drops a handful of red feathers that he had pulled from earlier to give to Angelica because hers had burned. And walks away back in the direction of the village. Angelica Angelica spits on them. He doesn't see it. He's walking away. I don't like him. Ange, come on. I rolled a dirty 20, by the way, to get those scales. I just figured I'd let you know. <laughs> Huge tension. Just like, I got the scales, guys. You're, you're able to easily get a, a few handfuls of scales. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I go offer one of the scales to you? before he leaves fully or he ignores you and walks just keeps walking don't you want some help trying to find your leader we know where she is you don't that's a fair assessment but I feel like we could help each other what do you say keep joining us keep on rolling with us show us the way then we can help you get back your leader roll a persuasion we can go and move on our way roll persuasion I got a nat 20 and a plus 5 nice Nice. There it is. He stops walking, and he sighs deeply. I suppose I am honor-bound, as you fulfilled your end, to at least show you the way. I put back out one of the scales in front of him, as like a peace offering. He takes the scale just very quickly and stiffly. Thank you. Well, there we go. That's a start. He just looks at you and turns around, walks back to Gar. And he pulls out a berry from a pouch uh, to Bjorn. And he puts it in Bjorn's mouth and rubs Bjorn's throat 
and it is a good berry, uh, you take one point of healing and you are brought back to your feet as he steps over your body and just starts walking in the direction that he needs to go. Bjorn's Bjorn's eyes are going to snap open. He's going to sit up, kind of make sure, (laughs) realign his jaw. Was it something I said? You think? You've done it now. And then Ilsa's going to walk away. Ooh. Angelica's going to whisper to Bjorn. I, do you think we can use him as bait? It would be a bit tricky. I, but not impossible. Not impossible, no. However, do I overhear this? Uh, are you two trying to hide it? Yes. Yes. So roll a uh, hmm. chaos crew. Chaos <laughs> I'd like to say roll a stealth. And uh, if you're trying to listen because you see them whispering, roll a perception, John. Yeah. Perception. Dirty 20. Son of a bitch. He got a dirty 20. He, yeah. 18. I got a 16. He hears everything you guys are saying. <sighs> Come up. I, it's not impossible, but... Guys, hey, listen up. We got a job to do. I don't want to hear any more about using people as bait, setting people on fire, and let's just get through this, and we can spitball back at the village. Okay? Does that sound good? I suppose. Didn't even let me finish. And you're just going to get up and walk away. So are you guys trying to go back to the village to rest, or are you trying to go and try to save time to get to the uh, to the cave? To get to yeah, the cave, to I thought. Bjorn is, follow Bjorn is going yeah. to follow Thelok. Yeah, Bjorn's going to follow Thelok to the, cla- to the cave. Okay. Yeah, Ilsa already left. All right. So a bit of a tense moment as each of you are licking your own wounds for various reasons. Uh, pride's bruised or burnt. Your ass sore. You know, My ass. Having a sore butt. And you each follow Thalic for the rest of the day. And evening comes. And before it gets close to dark, Thalic has already stopped and he is walking a perimeter. He's looking in directions. He's not really telling you what he's doing, but from some of you who have spent time uh, in the more wild areas, especially you, Angelica, you can tell that he is putting a at least scouting out um, to make sure that it will be safe for the night. I would like Bjorn to approach Thalok in this moment. Thalok turns to you and looks. What can I do for you, warrior? I believe words need to be exchanged, not fists, warrior. Wasn't sure you like to use words. At first, I didn't. We come from different cultures, different viewpoints, so to speak. I come from a land where strength is everything. Strength is necessary to survival. If you cannot survive, you are not strong. And yet, here is someone who survives differently, and I lost my sight as a warrior, be it momentarily. And Bjorn's going to hold his hand out to him. I know it does not forgive what was said or what was done, but from a warrior's standpoint, and from man to man, I would like to move from this and reconcile as warriors. In my culture, this is a show of respect. He he takes your hand and he locks eyes with you. And you see that there is not just a, a fire to try to salve his wounded pride and ego, 
but a intense desire to get you to understand something. Your culture values strength, and my culture values strength. But we value the strength of the clan, of the village. If each of them hold their own, we all survive. If the children are not raised intelligently, then what is the point? Powerful words. Words that were not considered with my clan. I am not a perfect man, but I am a man who will attempt to listen from this point forward. Just don't tell them I said that. You see that he can't hold back a little glimpse of a smile when you say that. Bjorn also is cracking a smile as he says that. I respect our differences and... I will try to learn from this incident, and I hope you do too. Aye, as will I. Well, good day then, my friend. He's going to rejoin the party. Before you go, he grabs your shoulder, and he reaches into his pack, and he hands you the salve that he had used on you earlier to try to have it to where you can mend your wounds a bit when needed in the future. Should everything go well, and Bjorn's gonna... He, he doesn't have a bag, so he's just gonna have it in his hand. Hopefully I won't need it. He's gonna give him a nod. Thalic nods back as you stick it in your nature's pocket. And... <laughs> uh. We're having a lot of great moments. It's just, just a tension breaker. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Um, And he swings up into a nearby tree and climbs up as high as he can get and takes a length of rope and ties himself to the trunk. What? 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 Is that comfortable? He also kind of watches him. You do that? Well, that's a new one. What does that do? And she kind of, is he like on top of the tree? He's, he's up in the tree. And you notice only because you were watching him do it, you can see him, but he is very much hidden up in the tree. Interesting. Interesting man. So Angelica sees what he's doing and I he's gonna take a nap in the tree and not fall out. I've seen it before. It's kinda smart. Wait, but what if somebody cut the rope? You better not cut that rope, I swear to God. Why would I be the one to cut the rope? I'm gonna cut the tree down. <laughs> you you Oh my god. I wanna ask Dalek if there's some reason why he's up in the tree and not down here with us. Should we be afraid? There are things that hunt specifically in the night that uh, are more dangerous than the things that decide to hunt in the day. Lovely. And I feel safer up in the tree, hidden and unseen. So those things can go hunt easier, Bray. Hmm. Well. Well, I guess I'm sleeping in a tree tonight. I was going to say, when in Rome basically a tree at this point. And Bjorn's gonna try and attempt to climb the nearest tree. No one touch any vines. Yes, definitely not. Did you have problems with vines? Yes. Yes, we did. Uh, that swamp? Just a little bit. Something like that. The vines that do that have red needles. There are no red needle vines in this area. Good Thank to know. You. And he, just to show you, grabs a nearby vine and shakes it. Bjorn's gonna, Bjorn's gonna lean, Bjorn's gonna lean in towards Angelica. Did, did 
those vine temporary needles? I don't know. I couldn't breathe. I mean, you were the one that was enveloped in them. I would have assumed, I would have assumed if you saw something in her head or not. I Okay, Angelica thinks back. I, the only thing I could think of was that my hat fell. I'm not gonna lie, I hate when it falls off my head. You are quite the simple woman. I can respect that. Can I grab some of these branches and start a fire down on the ground? <laughs> so, from a distance, uh, just as a cinematic uh, moment, the darkness is eaten up and taken away by a flame. A beacon of light in the night. Looks like it's time for dinner, guys. Dalek, you joining us? I have rations for the evening, thank you. You gotta try my cooking. I would rather not draw attention. You gotta try my cooking. Another time. It's magical, I promise. Another time. I don't... I don't think he is convinced, my friend. He's... (laughs) He seems a bit disinterested. Let's let's wrap this up and uh, we'll take some up to him. Yeah. I think that's about an idea. Right. So we're just going to have uh, giant lizard steaks, you know? And then I want to season them with prestidigitation. Okay. I'm just imagining Gar's just casting prestidigitation. And he's, got, he's like, guys, this this is what you call salt. Let me season you a little bit. He's like, salt and pepper. And John's like, yeah, I mean, no shit. And everybody else is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, I magically just have access to salt at all points of time. In your bag of holding, it's just a bag of salt. So you you make the meal. Uh, it is a grand presentation. Um, his, his bardic ways are shown through his cooking. You guys enjoy a delicious warm meal as Thalic enjoys a bit of cold hard jerky up in the tree, hidden away. Bjorn's gonna like get I'm assuming they're like bowls or on a stick or something. Oh, it's just a so giant Bjorn... steak just out and about. Oh, just one huge Okay, so Bjorn's just gonna Just a bunch of them forever. So Bjorn's gonna take his great axe, like, chop off a piece of it, and toss it to the tree where Thelic is at. You gonna walk over, kinda knock on the tree, and then walk back. Now I roll bad. Uh you throw the the meat up to the tree. And then a few moments later, you just hear in the distance branches rustling and as it falls and he missed it (laughs) and you hear nothing from up in the tree, not a sound. (laughs) Well, I, I tried. I, I guess I go to Bjorn and I hand him, (laughs) I go to Bjorn and I hand him a full plate. Bring this up to your friend and give it to him like a gentleman. How the hell do you expect me to get up there? A yellow belly with butter fingers. I can, I can, I can try doing it. Can I try doing it? There we go. You might be a better messenger. Yes, yes, you absolutely can. The uh, elf's a fucking giant at this point. Don't, don't throw, don't, don't have me do it. Of course I'm a giant. Hey, listen though. I am the shortest one in my family. That does not make me feel better about myself at all. Good, it's not supposed to. Anyways... Um, if you were not essential to my survival, I'd cut your head off. Of course you would. You can't reach it. <laughs> Everybody getting along. I would hope so one day, but not today. So what am I supposed to roll for? An athletics check to climb the tree. Sick. Please roll in that one so she can fall out of the fucking tree. Ha ha ha. 
It was not. It was a 17. I thought you were going to be like, haha, it was a nat 2. I, was gonna, <laughs> I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it to be like, joke's on you. It was a 7. I would have <laughs> laughed so hard. But no. So you, you scrabble up the tree. You, you, you take the scoot action up the tree and you bring it up to him. And he, you notice as you are climbing that he watched you for a little bit and then looked away and is just looking up at the sky while you climb up. Hi. Hello. And she's going to, how big is this branch? It's a large tree. It is a large branch. Okay. So she's going to, is there like a branch below or like kind of next to? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll take the branch next to him and she's going to. You're next. Sister. You're off to his back and up a little bit from him, but you're close. Hello. Um, I, I did get you a steak from down, down below. Yeah. And then she's going to offer it to him. Um, th- thank you for guiding us through this. New world. I've never seen it, anything like it. So um, I admire the way you can go through with larger beings than I'm used to. And she just raises her hands again to offer it back to him. He sniffs through his nose derisively and takes the the meat from you. What do you mean by new world? I'm not from here. That's all. It's all new. Where are you from? Some somewhere else. I I don't know if I'm allowed to give details actually. But I I will say it's very different from here. Very very different. And who keeps you? Who what? Who keeps you from Who keeps you from telling me details as he begins to eat the food and he pauses for a moment staring at the food. Ilsa thinks about this for a moment. I guess no one, I guess. But, I mean, how am I supposed to explain it? With your words? Yes, of course. Um, I come from a, a bigger, a bigger village. A, yes, a bigger village that is almost like very, very large. Very large, larger than your village. But, you know, we are the same, Elvin and all. She's kind of nervous around this man. Do the elves of your village use children to lure out dangers? No, actually, it's it's more it's more safe for children. Children go to school. They they play, and when they grow into adults, they make that decision for themselves if they want to go become warriors or soldiers or scholars or. Just whatever they want to be. And do they burn your villages down routinely? Mm. Ilsa is... She zones out for a moment, thinking about her childhood. Because there was a time where something like that happened. And that was when war struck upon France. She thinks about it. She nods very slowly. Yes, it has happened before when I was a child, and sadly, I and my family had to go somewhere else. So, yes, 
they still do that. I'm sorry that you live in a savage place. It's not all bad. Some people don't agree towards certain leaderships and sometimes rebellion or their beliefs just oversight it and they push forward with what they believe in and that's that's what happened sometimes that happens i think i don't know if it's a norm we try to and she just shrugs we try to live with nature and look out for each other it sounds like you come from a place where most of you look out for yourself and i'm sorry for that that's all right i think well that means you guys are lucky and i think yeah i i have people who are close to me that look out for me in that sense i would say my family is like my tribe my my grandfather was a soldier like how you're a warrior and you know he fought for our family so i guess it's kind of one and the same but just not in a bigger group which you know I think it's very admirable. And then she kind of smiles at him, like, very sweetly. You can tell some of the stuff that you're saying he's not understanding, like the concept of being a soldier versus a warrior, or he's trying to piece things together as best as he can, and he awkwardly smiles back, mimicking you, trying trying to, to match whatever it is that you're trying to do to be polite. And it comes off very awkward as he just shows his teeth. Ilsa just laughs. She's gonna she's gonna have a little giggle and just sit there and hang out. Would you like to sleep here in the tree tonight? Yes, it seems nice. I It would be safer. It would be safer. Yeah, I'm actually I actually do want to sleep in the tree tonight. Um I don't mind if you're here though. That's okay. I wasn't planning on moving. Good, good, because I, I did not want to come off that way. He smiles at you, finally understanding a little bit of what you're talking about. Uh, and he looks up at the, the sky, and you both share a moment and a time just, just talking and enjoying the evening. As you bond with a ancient ancestor to your people. Hell yeah. What are the rest of you doing for the evening? Are you going to be taking up watch? Yep, but I also want to be, while, while uh, Bjorn's still eating, I want to change his food from bitter to regular, like every couple of seconds, with prestidigitation. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, is there something wrong with my cooking? No. Yes. I think it's just from you being almost dead. You got to get that dead taste out of your mouth. Possible, but there's no reason why it should taste like rotting flesh. John, does your food and taste then, like rotting flesh? That's pretty good. Uh, you didn't uh, let me as, finish. Not as tender as that uh, frog, but uh, it's pretty good. Pirate princess, your food tastes like rotten flesh. I don't know, not at all. Angelica took her rapier and she like stabbed the meat and she's just eating it off of her like little sword, you know, ice. Well, yeah, no, it, it's, it, she's kebabbing it's not, it. It's not all the time. It's like one bite tastes like, you know, very, very, very flavorful, savory, succulent meat. And then the rest, it, ta- it tastes like I'm biting into my own asshole. See, that's the dead taste. You know, that's the dead mouth, you know? 
Uh, General thing. Like a personal problem. Yeah, the rest of us are fine. Apparently it is. No. None of you taste that. Yeah. At all. I wink at Angelica and John. <laughs> is there a way to tell if I can see? Like, is there a way for Bjorn to tell like he's getting fucked with right now? Is there? Is there a way? Yeah, perception check. Fuck it. Nat twenty. Fuck you. Yep. It's okay because this is a skill check. So uh, a twenty plus what? So perception twenty one total. And if you and if you guys are trying to deceive him, you can roll. Uh, or if you're trying to persuade him, you can roll. Twenty twenty one total. Ooh, I can roll a persuasion. If you're trying to to convince him of something. Oh yeah. Oh my god, is it Ooh. Is this the Bjorn Gaslight episode? Is this the Gaslight episode? I'm not in control of this, Dada. I got a nat 20 and a plus 5 for persuasion. You're kidding. Let's do this. this. Wow. All right, better than mine, so. So you are truthfully or you're trying to convince him of something, so you're persuading him. Others that are trying to deceive him of something, you know. So go ahead. Look, look, look. You, you died for a little bit there, you know, you weren't getting back up. I'm telling you, it's just the grip of death on you. It still stinks on you, I can smell it from here. Trust me. Does it really smell that bad? You guys, a- a- any any answers to that? Does it really smell, does he really smell that bad? I'd rather not smell you, but uh... I, he never th- smelled good I, to begin with. I know, I know that, but I think it smelled more like burning than death. All I know is my food's fine. I don't know what's wrong with you. You know what, it's been a long day. I'm going to finish my food, and then I'm going to bed. And Bjorn does just that. Who is taking? I'll take first watch. You take first watch. Everybody else is going to sleep. Please roll a perception check for your first watch. Uh, 15. I need this episode to be titled Gatekeep Girl Boss (laughs) Gaslight. 15. Are you sitting in front of the fire? Yeah, I've got my back to the tree. You're leaning up against the tree, you're back to the tree, and watching the fire, and stepping from the opposite side of you, in front, or uh, around any of you who are sleeping on the ground, silently, you see a robed figure in more modern clothes than what you've seen. This is a tall person, humanoid. Uh, garments that look like they're made from a rich, dark fabric with layers of deep blues and purples that are embroidered with intricate silver threads, giving the impression of the night sky. A hood that is pulled back uh, so you can still see their features. Around their neck is an amulet that shines with a faint pulsing light, and in the center of that amulet is a stone similar to one that you've seen before. The eyes are a striking shade of deep amethyst framed by long dark lashes and irises that hold a faint ever-changing luminescence, like distant starlights twinkling in the night night sky. Their gaze is intense and leaves you with a feeling of arcane secrets laid bare. Their hair is a lustrous silver-white that cascades and flows down their shoulders, strands of hair that seem to shimmer with an ethereal sheen, catching and reflecting the light in a mesmerizing manner. It appears as if their hair has been touched by moonlight. Their gender seems somewhat ambiguous as features blur between the line of masculine and feminine, 
as Vendor's appearance exudes an otherworldly quality, suggesting a connection to the mysterious and the arcane. As you are brought, or as Vendor the Timeless approaches you. Hello, Angelica. Angelica's going to grab her longsword. Okay, Angelica holds out her longsword. And who are you? And what are you doing there? I'm Vinder. I'm here to just chat, speak with you. That's all. No threats. And they put their hands up. No weapons. She lowers her sword, but only a little. So, and Vinder squats down by the fire and picks up a stick and starts poking at it. What brings you here? What an odd question to ask. What brings me here? Uh, well, I can't even answer that. I don't know. I was on my ship, and then next thing I know, I wake up, and there's a bunch of uh, strangers around me. I don't know what I'm doing here or how I got here. Who are you, and how did you get here? Oh, I come and go as I please. Neat. They smile as if they have a bit of a secret that they're keeping. Are you a part of that rock lady? No. They smile again, and they instinctually grab at their chest and pat the, the amulet around their neck. No, no. I have nothing to do with any rock ladies. Um, did Angelica notice him? So where's your ship? I, my ship was in the ocean that's where it was so I don't know you're in the center of this Pangea there is no ships nearby well I can see that would you like to be back to your ship yes I need to get back to my ship figure out what happened to my dad stuff like that your dad what happened to your dad that's what I'm trying to figure out you see, we were all sailing together, and then something happened. He was he was attacked. My ship, my ship was attacked. We went down. There was nobody there. It was just it was just me floating in the water. I, I, I don't I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That sounds horrible. Do you need help? I don't know if I want your help. Your eyes are a bit shifty. <laughs> no, I'm not shifty, but I I appreciate your healthy amount of. Skepticism. It's good. It'll keep you alive. It'll keep you safe. I don't doubt that. So what do you really want? Well, if you ever need help, I want to help you. That's all I want. I want to help you. Do you want to go? I can help you leave to go to your ship, to find your dad, to find out what happened. Hey, instead of helping me, why don't you fix the time or whatnot? How about I? That's it. I'm on a mission to fix time. You do it instead. Me. I think time is going to work out just fine. Things have a way of working themselves out. They'll happen as they're supposed to happen. The rock lady didn't seem to think so. The rock lady. Mm. Aye. Stone, crystal, something like that. Mm. I tend not to listen to voices from stones. And he chuckles. A wise man. Where is the rock lady? I... In a stone? There's like a stone and you can contact her. Where could I find that rock lady? I don't know where she is exactly, but you have to have a stone to talk to her. I see. I have a stone, but I don't have any rock lady. And he holds up his necklace. 
and you see a smooth stone shard in the middle of this amulet as it is held in place as if it's in stasis and it just slowly twists and turns in its space. That's a fancy rock you got there. Yes. Does it? It's mine. It keeps me company, I guess. It makes me feel safe. It's not really important. It just makes me feel safe, you know? You have anything like that? Some sort of trinket that you keep that you just enjoy to have? Angelica waves her sword at him. I believe I do. What would that be? He looks at the sword. Protection. Attack, defense, things like that, yes? Aye. This just kind of reminds me of old times. It's just a trinket. Old times? Where are you from? Uh, Like you, I'm displaced. So you came here? Oh, well. I came here, I came there, I came everywhere, wherever I feel like it. I got displaced, and now I'm just traveling wherever I feel like. To this land with these people, have you you met them? Not yet. I, uh, don't know if I care to. I wouldn't recommend it. They're not that great. No? No. Where would you recommend that we go? I, back where I am from, there is this island called Tartaria. Oh? I, booze, whores, the works. It's great. I could go for some booze and whores at this point. Aye, bunch of singing too. What sort of songs do they sing on Tartaria? Is that how it's said? Aye, yes. Aye, just shanties of the heart of desire. You know. What... And you desire to find out what happened with your dad. Aye, but I'd not be singing about that. Be a sad song, eh? No, of course not. Well, if ever you feel the need to want to go home, I can at least arrange that. You just do me a favor. Aye, what might that be? I just need to find more pieces of my stone... And I have a feeling it might have something to do with your rock lady, but it sounds just too weird. I'm going to try to find where you had the rock lady before, but if you ever find any other pieces of of a stone that looks similar to this, and he holds up his his, uh, amulet, just call out my name. Just call out Vinder, and uh, I'll hear you. Just your name. Just say it like once, sing-songy. Is there a dance to it? Jig-a-leg? No, nothing like that. (laughs) And he twists his hand and a uh, jug of some sort of strong bourbon-like booze uh, appears in his hand. Uh, Nothing nothing too similar to that. But uh, you just call out my name, hold something that I've given you, call out to me, I'll be there. Not be there, but I'll, I'll listen to you. I'll be able to be on the other end. You can have this jug. It will never run dry. And uh, I have a feeling that it is maybe something that uh, you'd appreciate especially. Well, I, I like the way you think. I have been a bit thirsty here. All they have is fucking water. Oh my goodness, I don't think I could survive. That is ridiculous! Can you believe that? These people drink water. It's disgusting is what it is. That, you know... You know, there's all sorts of diseases in there, in water. I I know, I know, you don't drink that, no. If I'm going to have disease-filled water, I'd at least like it to be rotten grapes or wheat or something. Aye. Aye, well, thanks for the drink. I do appreciate that. 
Absolutely. You can keep the jug. Just reach out to me if ever you need uh, something special. And if you find especially any more pieces of rock that look similar to this, um, I'm going to go searching for the, the rock lady. Is that what you call her? Or you could make your way to the people's camp and, you know, burn it to the ground. Do they need to be burned to the ground? What did they do? They exist. Fair enough. If I burn it to the ground, do you agree to uh, maybe work for me and find me more stones in the future? I'll think about it. All right. Well, I'll go hold up my end of the deal at least. Verdant Claw is their name. Bunch of children, you know. Eh, there'll always be more children. That's what I think. All right, well, you have a good evening. And to you as well. And he smiles and bows deeply to you, and he turns, and he walks into the night, and you just hear a low... That's my jam. As he disappears into the darkness. Cool. The rest of your watch... The rest of your watch goes unimpeded. What? What the fuck? Oh my god. There is a lot to unpack there. Whew. We're just sleeping over here. Fucking good gravy. I'm gonna go wake. Okay. I'm gonna wake up John for what next watch. Ugh, my turn. Aye. You ready to watch this place? Oh, uh, yeah. Might as well get to it. Anything interesting out there? No, surprisingly, it's a quiet night. Guess the man in the tree is a bit of a imbecile, if you ask me. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but, uh, anywho, uh, sleep tight, I guess. Okay, roll a perception check for me, please. Alrighty. Perception. That's a 13. A 13. You hear a low growl in the distance. You see eyes looking back but they ignore you driven back by the flame or maybe the smell of the meats or the rotten dwarf (laughs) Uh, but you're ignored for the evening and there's nothing that happens it's a quiet night people are getting along a little more we'll have to see how that goes alright next I guess if Gar's around if he's not up in a tree wake him up I'm done you're up. Uh, how'd your night go? Uh, an eventful fire seems to keep whatever's out there away for now. Okay, that's that's good to know. I'll have to keep it going. Yep. For sure. In a roll? Yep. Got a 19? A 19. Hours go by. It's dark. You hear the gentle sounds of the night. You see the... Through the little bits of sky that's broken up by the canopy... It's a beautiful, quiet night, cloudless. And in the distance, you see a person, a humanoid, watching you. And he's standing just out of the light with his hands up as Vinder approaches slowly. And who might you be? Hey, how's it going there, friend? My name's Vinder. How you doing? How you doing? That name sounds... Oddly familiar. Well, yeah, I imagine it does. I hear you might have, hear you might have got displaced in time by by one of my cohorts. <laughs> Sorry about that. Cohorts, you say? 
Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Uh, there's there's all sorts of there's all sorts of weird things going on right now, and uh, I'm just just working against what's going on. That's that's all. Just, I, I swear. I I know it's hard to believe. I know it's hard to believe, but there there's uh, different versions of me kind of running around, causing all sorts of mayhem. So I I'm just just here wondering if you've seen it. If you've seen. <laughs> If you've seen me, somebody like me, and and this vendor does not look like the same that you had seen before. This one is more similarly dressed to you, uh, or or how people you've seen before in your time period. The like a leatherish kind of jacket and uh, just modern pants. You know, he just he just looks. Real kind of skittish, confused. You uh, just you dress like a grifter from my time period. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to dress as friendly as possible. I, <laughs> I I don't really know how else to convince people. Uh, I never I never would have done anything like this, but I, I know bad things when I see it, and so I I'm just out. Have you have you seen me? I just got to this post. So I haven't seen much of anything. Okay, sure. I I just thought maybe I might have come by through here because I know that you guys, <laughs> you guys are the ones who uh, got got to, got brought here. The the ones who got pulled at the right time, right? Well, I know that for sure about me. Uh, everyone else, it's kind of a mixture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, that sucks a lot. My my timeline. I was uh, I was just. Doing my job, just keeping things working, keeping things going, and then all of a sudden things got broken, and I, I got pulled through here and uh, found out some some of the versions of me are going out, screwing things up. And I, I swear, I swear, it's just I'm trying to fix it or or at least mitigate some damage. I don't know what he's up to. What kind of job did you have in the future? Because uh, I've worked quite a few. I, I don't see you being one as the regular job. No, 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 no. Uh, I I got brought in, and I just had to uh, help oversee some arcane things, and uh, just just kind of studying studying time, studying the flow of time, and how things go. Uh, I I was just a researcher, I, not even a good one, <laughs> not even a good researcher, and I got brought through. Uh, don't don't really know what happened. Just everything all kind of broke and shattered and I got pulled through and everything got changed. So since you're from my time period, do you know how to play cards? Yeah. I mean, that's probably why I wasn't a good, uh, researcher. I'd rather play cards. Do you want to play cards? I do have a deck. Hell yeah. And he just sits down and ignores anything that he was doing. What what do you want to bet on? Does he still have like that same kind of pendant on him? He does. Well, let's just see. What do you, what do you have? What do you have to offer? Well, I I got gold. I got uh, we can we can bet on gold. I got gold. That's like standard, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, gold gets boring. I feel like it's pretty abundant where we are. You know, being that there's all this natural splendor. Well, is there something that you you you're looking into? I mean, we come from the same time period. It's not like I know anything that you don't know. I'm on the hunt for uh, possibly a new weapon, or you know. Some a new weapon items, possibly. 
I can probably get you a new weapon. I was looking for a sword. Okay, uh, sure, sure, I could probably get you a sword. And then, now what would you want me to bet? He opens up a, a satchel, he's got a satchel on his side, and he opens it up, and he starts digging through, and he just starts pulling out different uh, items, and there's a scroll, there's a, um, there's a locket, there is uh, a sword, I, I mean, you, we could bet on some of this stuff, what do you got for equal trade? Uh, let me, give me one second. I mean, at this point, and he sniffs, he's like, it smells like you guys might have had a real good meal. At this point, I just take a good meal. I haven't eaten well in days. That I can definitely do. Oh, boy. All right. So I win. You make dinner. And you win. You get to pick from this stuff. I mean, this is all just kind of crap anyway. Sounds good to me. Perfect. 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 All right. So what I want you to do is you're going to roll a D8. This is a legit gambling game for, for D&D, by the way. Nice. There we go. You're going to roll a D8. There we go. Okay. Right. All right. So you have your number. I have mine. We're going to add it up in the end, okay? So right. I'm going to roll a D8, and that's going to be the number that goes out in front of everybody, right? Got you. And then you roll a D8 again, and if your number is the same as one of the numbers that I roll out. We're going to roll four. I'm going to roll four numbers out. If you roll the same number as these, then that explodes and you get to roll a D4. You understand? Gotcha. So you you have your number. I have mine. So do you do you call or do you raise? I raise. Okay. I'll, I'll call. I rolled a one. So that's next card that gets placed out in, in the middle, right? You don't need to roll. You just keep your number that you have, right? You call or you raise? I'll raise. Okay. Then I rolled a seven. So it's a one, a seven, an eight, and a three. So if you, if your initial D8 was a one, seven, eight, or three, you get to roll a D4. Nope. Okay. So what was your total? So I just did my first roll. I got a five. And then do you just want me to do three more? Yep. So five plus the rest of that. One, seven, eight, and three. Perfect. 23. 23? Yeah. Okay. Ah, I got a 22. You beat me just barely. God damn it. I do tend to have luck on my side. Ah, I thought I was kind of lucky. So, anyway, uh, you want one of these weapons or scroll or... Wait, what are you looking for? What? what is, what's with the scroll? What, what, what's the scroll got going on? It's it's just a magic scroll. It it just, you know, got a spell on it. I don't I don't really it allows you to to cast haste once if you can if you can figure out how to do it. Okay. And then the locket, you said? Yeah, it's just a locket. It's got it's just a silver locket. There's nothing real special about it. I got it off of another guy during a game. Okay. I'll... Kinda when everything broke. <laughs> Do you mind if I check out this sword for a second? Sure, sure, yeah. You hold it up, and it's got a um, guard that goes around the hand, and it is a short sword, and it is got a intricate design in it, and it's it's very beautiful. I like the way this feels in my hand. The sword it is. I mean, you think you can maybe make me some deed anyway? Yeah, why not? And he looks at you real hopeful. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. So, have you seen any 
you know, like shards or like people talking in shards of, of rock or anything anywhere? That's a very strange question to ask someone you don't know. Well, it's a weird thing that kind of happened to me. You know, I, I was really not from here, and then I'm here, and there's things trying to eat me everywhere, and I don't like it. I don't think I've seen, uh, you know, any shards or any people coming out of rocks. That sounds like something someone crazy would do. Yeah, probably. I was just looking for uh, a shard uh, or a rock that had some lady in it. She is uh, who we who we kind of gave sentience to this crystal that was like, you know, we're researching and, and she might have some information on what's going on. I just really want some information on what's going on. I, uh, he's just striking up a conversation while, are you cooking? Yep. I was going to see if I could use my investigation to see if I could tell if he's lying or not. Uh, That'd be uh, perception. Okay. Got roll for perception. Yep. I got a 14. I mean, he seems like he's telling you the truth. Well, then I will use prestidigitation to season his food. Okay. Well, if if you if you know of anything, you know, here. And he reaches into his his vest and he looks around. He's like, ah, here you go. And he pulls out a card and he hands it to you. Just, you know, speak into this card. You can reach out to me. It, it's kind of my specialty of communications. Uh, they were hoping maybe I could, like, figure out a way to talk to the lady in the rock, but she didn't really like talking to anybody. She's kind of a prick. Uh, anyway, if if you find anything, you let me know. <coughs> because we can't let time get off a track. You know, it, it, it things got to happen the way they're supposed to happen. I understand. I'll keep that in mind. If I do come across any rock ladies and, you know. Stuff yeah, like that. yeah, anything like that. Yeah, yeah, you just reach out to me, okay? Got you. Enjoy your meal. All right. He takes it and he goes, oh, I don't want to keep you. Uh, I got ways of surviving through the night. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of peace out. Uh, good luck with everything, though. Uh, if you see anything, you let me know. Thanks for the food. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're a good, Anytime, you're a good guy. Good and he snaps his finger and a, he, his whole body just seems to swirl in the darkness and he just disappears. And the rest of your watch goes just fine. I want to learn how to do that swirly thing that guy did. It'll be pretty useful. Well, I guess it's time for me to wake up. Is it Bjorn? Or you can climb the tree and get to Angelica. Or, nah, uh, Ilsa. I'm going to let her enjoy her tree time. I walk up. I pat, <laughs> I pat Bjorn on the back. I'm like, come on, pumpkin. It's time to get up. Pumpkin. Don't you call me seeded vegetable. About that time, eh? Oh, yeah. It's been a pretty... Pretty good night. Anything fun happen? You kill anything? No, just had some time to reflect, you know, think about where I'm from. Maybe you should think about where you're from. Might give you a little bit of a, you know, make you feel warm on the inside, if you know what I mean. I know where I'm from, and it brings me nothing. It brings you nothing yet, and I boop his nose and go to bed. Bjorn's gonna just swipe, just like swipe at him. He's not gonna try and hit him, but like he's gonna, he's gonna swipe at him, just like... Don't do that. <laughs> okay. He's going to sit on a he's gonna sit on a stump. Okay. So you stump watch. Yep. Stump watch. No scooting. Just stump watch. He's stumping. Uh, perception. Dirty 20. Again, throughout the night, it is quiet. It is peaceful. You hear a little rustling in the tree that your warrior companion is in as he 
moves a bit, uh, seeming to not need as much rest as the rest of you, or at least being used to getting up early. And you see him climb down, and he sits with you just quietly. He doesn't speak to you. He just enjoys the quiet and helps keep watch. And towards the end of the watch, he will start to get things ready for a morning meal. If you don't speak to him, he'll just do that automatically. Bjorn will also not speak, but will assist with the morning meal to the best of his ability. You share a bit of silent camaraderie as a simple meal as he more watches how you make the food and tries to mimic the style and how you and what he perceives to be your clan or your tribe makes food and just follows your lead. That That's a, that's a terrible idea. Morning comes to, to all of you. Y'all wake up and Bjorn and Felwalk are just chopping up the remains of the, of the lizard. Just like putting them in like sh- like like strips and hanging them on, like we're just hanging them on a tree. We're making we're making impromptu jerky. Okay. Uh, good morning. Good morning. I am glad to see you are all safe. Yeah, no, it's not as bad as you made it out to be. There's hardly anything out there. Some nights uh, we are lucky. Mm-hmm. This- this would be a lucky night, I'm presuming. Ilsa's going to do a cool backflip off the tree. Roll an acrobatics check as you try to cool backflip out of the tree. I know I've said this so many times. I need you to fuck up this No, one. I don't need the Absolute content. I am so confident. The absolute content. This tree is called the ugly tree. A nine. She fucked up the roll. It's she a fucked nine. up the roll. <laughs> this tree is called the ugly tree, and you're going to you're gonna hit a few branches on the way down. ha! <laughs> You know what? I'll be nice. So you try to you try to cool backflip out of the tree and everybody sees you do one and a half flips as you land and belly flop straight onto the earth below. Can Bjorn attempt well, to catch her? Fucking her. <laughs> Absolutely. What would you like me to roll for, for this attempt? Roll an athletics check. Or no, an acrobatics as well. Acrobatics. An acrobatics check because you're going to try to like, you know, cheerlead catcher. Jesus. Jesus Christ. You got it. Oh my God. Acrobatics, that's a 19. Sick. A 19. You rush under and you jump and you catch her and her whole body just is held in the air by your brawn and you hold her there for... A moment and it looks kind of like dirty dancing where you know because she was going to land on her face and you're just holding her up in the air and her legs are up and it's like I've had the time of my life <laughs> Bjorn's Bjorn, Bjorn's gonna Bjorn's gonna look towards Thelok does this belong to you? not mine what? what? and uh he keeps hanging me Jesus Christ and then you want to hang this one? let go of me right now you're the one that almost fell. I don't care. I was totally going to stick that landing. You were not. I would have been confident if I fell down on my face, at least. Give me that pride. You would have You would have been hurting a lot if you fell on your face. I wouldn't mind it. And then, let me go, please. You're just holding her in the air, face to face, looking at each other intimately. Hey, 
Hey, to eat. Hey, to each their own. I'm not complaining. Angelica's watching. Get, get it how you get it, I guess. And Bjorn's gonna fucking throw her. <laughs> you fall. You fall the the three feet or however far. <laughs> however fall. She just tilts and stands. Yeah, he's not. He's not throwing her far, but he's. It's. It's. It's, it's like. No, I'm just saying you're like what three feet tall. <laughs> yeah. She just tilts and stands. Like four foot six. Yeah, oh, excuse like, like, me. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me, give me the extra foot, man. You fall for what would you be knee height? Yeah. To the rest of the ground. Yeah, it, it's not even like a, it's not even like a, like a, like a, it's not even like a throw. It's more like, oh, okay. He's fucking. He's he stands her up. Basically, Ilsa brushes off her skirt and goes to get breakfast. Okay. All right. Angelica's looking at her bottle, just being like, oh, hmm. So it wasn't a plant-induced fever dream. Um, can she do perception on it to see if it's a cursed item? Sure. You can investigate to try to discern if it's cursed or not. While this is happening, Bjorn's going to look over towards Gar. I took a page out of your book. Look, we hung the meat. Well, you know, that's a step. 18. 18. You investigate it and you're looking around and you're not feeling any sort of curse while holding it. You're not feeling any sort of weirdness from it. Yeah. And that's, it's not cursed. And speaking of items, uh, guard, you spent the rest of the night with your sword, correct? Yes. Can you please describe to me what you envision in your mind as the most beautiful or attractive person to be? I want her to be like five foot. You're not allowed to look at your wife while you say this. You have to look at me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I want you to be five feet eight, <laughs> platinum blonde hair, horns coming out of your head, ready to fuck shit up. <laughs> Basically the whole rocker look. Okay. You see in the reflection of your sword that you see the reflection of what you find to be the most beautiful or attractive person reflected back at you and you hear a voice in your head that says good morning honey oh hell no oh. you know normally i just see my own reflection but this is better are you okay yeah yeah don't worry about it are you sure now, what were you saying oh you're more than okay <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. Can we hear this? No. Okay. Okay. Ilsa's. I'm just gonna keep staring at my sword. <laughs> Bjorn's gonna look. Yeah, Bjorn's gonna look at everybody else. Did it? Did he get hit with the plant? I. I don't know. I, I think he's. Know. I think he's going. I think he's going mad. I think that's it. What so brings you around my way? What? I got this. Wake up! And Bjorn's gonna <laughs> try and slap Gar. Okay. I just duck down real quick. Roll an attack at disadvantage, I guess. Okay, that's fine. Gar, my man, does a 13 hit you? It does. Ooh. Can I roll the duck? Well, that's that's what the disadvantage was for. Okay. How dare he hit you? If I had the ability to, I would slash him back. Yeah, Bjorn just like paps him on the face. Wake up. There is no plant here. We are, we are here. We are here. I, you don't I'm, need to take that. I'm awake. You don't need to I'm, take that. I'm having my own moment, okay? I just need a, I just need some time to stare at myself, you know, make sure my hair wasn't singed. 
Yes, he is. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. He is well, thank bonkers. you. Bjorn's going to look back at everybody. Should I have hit him harder? No, uh, just let it's it. It's too early for this. Just let it go, Bjorn. I whisper to my sword. I'm just going to make his food taste worse every day. You're so clever. He's talking. He's talking to his weapon. Just let him be. Angelica notices that she woke up with a new weapon, or a new item, right? She's noticing, hmm, Gar has a new item as well. Isn't that peculiar? Yes. But she's not going to say anything right now. Am I, am I the only one that's concerned that he's talking to a sword? Yes, but I mean, you know. It's Look, man's sword. It's his Look, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life is in my sword. Obviously, it's my reflection. Leave it and when me. you say that, the reflection does change to look like you. Oh, you're so sweet. I love it when you talk about me. I just wink at my sword. It winks back, but it's the opposite eye. Just to just to drive in that <laughs> this is not your reflection. Bjorn's just going to look at his axe, look at Gar, back at his axe. Yeah, no, I don't get it. Don't. Uh... See, he's talking to his sword. Or his axe. Oh, well. Anyway, we, uh, is still, like, frazzled by the fact that Gar is just, like, self-cesting with his sword. So, Gar, just just so you know, I did add this item to D&D Beyond. Um, you can add this uh, weapon in, so just go to add items and just type in bard. Uh, and it'll be the sword that is, says bard something on it. I forget what I said. Got you. We have a cave to get to. Yes, friend? Uh, yes, a cave. Um, I hope you all slept well. Uh, enjoy your your meal, and then we'll go. Is it the Bard Breaker? Yes, the Bard Breaker. That's a fire name. That what? is such a good that's, name. That's so cool. They call me the Bard Breaker. because it's, it's going to break his psyche. It doesn't, it doesn't break bones or anything. It's just breaking Gar's mental stability. Oh my god. So you guys enjoy your breakfast and he begins to lead you on your way um, for the day. I want somebody to please roll a survival check so we can see if anything nifty happens. Yay. Bjorn will roll. Okay. Which one? Survival? Yes, please. 16. A 16. And you want to take your 16 or my, or actually no, scratch that. I also got a 16. Get ripped. So while traveling, uh, you find a uh, an animal path, like a deer path, and this cuts down on the time that it takes to get there. You travel uh, through the day. You don't have any any issues, and you make up time that normally it would take longer. You come across and come upon a large hillside with, at least it seems like a hillside, from the jungle, but as you inspect and investigate it, you notice that it's much larger than that. It is a mountain that you have come up upon and a huge cavernous space. Um, there are pools of water outside of it. Each pool, a clear blue shine comes from it. And you feel the chronomagic energy emanating from this space. Aye, we've made it. I think we're here. Ooh, I'm getting like a... Anyone else's... Like a tingly feeling. Anyone else's toes numb? I feel like that's for different reasons uh, for you. <laughs> feel something, but uh, not quite that. 
more so like a tingly feeling in my shoulder. Yeah. Well, that's good. Do you guys want to look around, investigate, or anything? Or are you just going to go right in? Yeah, I'm going to investigate around. Yeah. Yorn's going in. Investigation. So so while you guys roll, you you look at Thalok, and he's just standing quietly holding onto his spear. He was using it as a walking stick. Angelica's going to point at a Thalok. Angelica looks at him and says, Surprised you're still here. It was honor bound to bring you. You have a knack of disappearing. And she just walks away. I turn to him and thank him for joining us. I'm glad that you made it. Bjorn walks straight in. No, I, think I got an 18 on my investigation. I want to scope it out. See what's up. 17. You look into one of the pools, uh, John, and you see a image of the, the Verdant Claw tribe. You see a fight against a gigantic dinosaur at one point and the tribe using spear and rope tied to the spears to stab into it and pull it down to the ground so that way they could make a fatal kill on its throat. You see quickly after that a image of the same battle, but the dinosaur winning and eating them all as if these are different outcomes of futures or pasts that may have happened. Oh, wow. Gar, when you look inside, you don't see anything with the Verdant Claw. Instead, you see your daughter. You see your daughter waving goodbye to you, and then you see a future where your daughter was never born, and you are alone. Can't let that happen again. Anybody else looking into the pools? I rolled a five. I guess she'll look in the pool. He'll sell it. This stuff is nuts. Bjorn is full. Bjorn's feel full steam ahead. Ilsa, you look into the pool and. I mean, Angelica. Ilsa, you said you were looking, right? Yeah, I, I, didn't I have to roll? Or no? You can roll, yeah. Yeah, I rolled a, a 16. Okay. Ilsa, you look into the pool and you see a version of yourself made of mostly mechanical parts. The only pieces that are not mechanical are your face and your heart. As the rest of you is covered in clothing, you're unable to discern how much of you is machine and how much of you is not. As you command an army of mechanical constructs that begin to take over your homeland in France and you command them to rule in you command the city with an iron fist making them live in a way more proper you see a future quickly shift to living with your family and your loved one being accepted and everything is good wow well, Ilsa is just going to step away. These pools are nuts. I don't even... Uh, Angelica, did you say that you looked? Yeah, but I rolled a five. A five. Yeah. You look in and you see a future where a chaotic nightmare overtakes the seas with you riding on its back. You riding on this dark, misshapen 
monstrosity, ruling the seas as storms are whipped up and take down all the vessels in your wake. You see yourself quickly shift to never surviving through that storm that you were brought from and drowned in instead. Angelica's going to take a handful of the water and like wash her face and swish it around in her mouth and then spit it back into the pool and carry on. Okay. You you do that and you pull away. You pull away and because the last image was of you drowning when you pulled that water to your face and you spit it out, you keep spitting it out and you keep spitting it out and you're having a hard time breathing. And you keep spitting it out and you can't get a breath of air and it becomes harder and you, and it dawns on you that your mouth is open and water is just pouring down your, your front out of your mouth, out of your nose. And for a moment you think you're going to die and then it's gone. And the rest of you are looking at her just coughing and spitting and you don't see the water. Are you all right there? She believes it happened. What's going on with you? Uh, <coughs> Did you choke on air? I it went down the wrong hole. <coughs> yep, that's all that happens. Nothing, nothing, nothing strange. Just went down the wrong pipe. Right. Are we done wasting time now? I know seeing the Verdant Claw Village is weird, but well, weird reaction. I don't know. What do you mean seeing the village was weird? What? Yeah, you look at the pool, you see the village. It's like. Well. I didn't did? see the village when I looked into the pool. What? You saw the village. Yeah, you, you guys didn't see it fight a big old thing like we fought? No. Nope. There's no reflection. This is getting pointless. We have a job to do. I think and we need... And just going to keep... Yeah. Heading I think the game. we need to keep going. Angelica's following. Yeah, let's... Agreed. Save that for another time. Felloc looks at you all and says to you, in, in a voice... Not really meant for any one of you in particular. I will not go any further. That is sacred ground meant only for the elders. You may go in uh, as you have different goals or needs, but for me, this is as far as I go. I wish you all good luck. I will wait out here for our elder to come back and to escort her back to the village. I no surprise there. And he takes post and he waits. All right. All right. You do that. Get her back in one piece. Thank you for taking... Yes. T- thank you for taking us here. Aye, it's a different style of warrior. You each go into the cave. One by one, you make your way in. Um, The cave is nestled in this uh, primeval space. It's uh, hidden deep in this forest. The walls of the cave are covered in living art that seems to change with every few moments as you look at them. Uh, And it seems to change with what you're looking at seeing, uh, what you are expecting to see. And Angelica, you see the village burning. The village, the Verdant Claw village burning. That is the future or the present or the past that you see. John, you see your father bleeding and shot. Gar, 
you see your exile. Or not Gart, uh, Yarn, you see your exile. Gart, you see your daughter waving goodbye. Ilsa, you see your family and their inability to accept. These are the futures as you've all left them. The chaos that you've been a part of or the consequences of your actions. At the center of the cave is a massive stone dais raised and adorned with offerings of colorful feathers, polished stones, fragrant herbs, and tributes. And behind it, you see a elderly woman, tall and regal, strong with a weathered frame that's weathered many cycles of the seasons. Skin a rich bronze hue of one who spent a lifetime beneath the canopy of the primeval forest with long silvery white hair that cascades down their back like a river of moonlight, a symbol of their advanced age and the countless years of wisdom that they carry. Draped in a flowing cloak woven from leaves, vines, and feathers, this elder seems like an extension of the forest itself. A gnarled staff, intricately carved with symbols and adorned with feathers and luminous crystals, is clutched firmly in her hand as she prays at the dais. I want to walk up on her and greet her and bow. She jerks with a with a very visible start. What are you doing here? You you aren't I'm so sorry, I did not mean to startle you. Please let me introduce myself. It's okay, Gar. You know my name? It's okay. I have been looking into the pools. The pools have said that you would be coming. And if you're coming, she looks to the entrance of the cave and looks a bit shaken. Then that means that it is, uh, it is our time. Time for what? If you don't mind me asking. Time for, time for change. And I hope that we are ready. And when she says that, you feel the ground begin to quake and shake with a slight tremor. Bjorn instinctively brandishes his great axe. What is going on? I start looking around like, oh, I don't like it. It is the time for change. You are all here, and that means that it's it's going to happen. Thank you for coming, John, Bjorn, Ilsa, Angelica. Just know that it's okay. What is happening? Yeah, What? what is okay? It will be okay. We will make sure that you're ready as much as we can. You are not answering questions. Who is this we you speak of? Me and our deity. She has drinking deep from the pools here for many, many years and has absorbed the ability for sight, for guiding us. Wait a minute. Is your deity made out of rocks? She looks confused. No. Ignore him. What is the name of your deity? She looks confused, and its name is Chronoscale. What? Yes. It is a great lizard that has drinking deep and gained insight and the ability to speak with us through our minds. The time lizard is your god. Ye... You worship a lizard. 
Well, so you never met a stone lady? Yay high, bits and pieces? No. Can I whip out my like little rock to talk to her and be like, hey. The the lady, <laughs> the stone lady, really? looks back looks back at you and Yes, what can I do for you? Um, so we we're here, there's this uh, other lady here, and um yeah, apparently she doesn't know you, so we're trying to figure this out. I've never met her. I am sorry, I've never met her, but you I can guarantee you are in the right place. This place is filled with chronomagic and I can feel myself growing stronger just from being here. You're in the right place. Okay. All right. Where are we so- Fan fucking We have two different objectives here. And if I'm being perfectly honest, and Bjorn is audibly raising his voice as he starts to lose his patience, we don't have time for this. As I'm assuming the ground is still shaking, right? Every once in a while, there is a tremor that is felt. It, it's not constant. Is it getting... But it does punctuate moments. Gradually. It is. Like, is it... It is. Yeah. The longer we stay here, the more we get... The more time that we have to potentially get flattened. And he's going to grab the elder's hand. You're either going to come with us... You're going no, to come no, with no, us... No, 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 Dead or alive! No, no, no. You, you need to meet with our deity. A lizard? Okay. Wait. Coming here? I am down to meet yes. the time lizard. I think we have to just do it. You need to meet with. Yes. You there is information and we need to make sure you are ready. We are running short of time. You're very right, Bjorn. We are running out of time and this needs to be done. This is what has to happen if things are to be set right now. All right. Let's go find that time lizard. Bjorn's going to take a deep breath. How about a compromise? You have a village full of people who are worried for you, for your safety. You tell us where to go, and you meet our friend that sits outside waiting for you. Okay. I think that is a fair compromise. You just need to go further in. Our deity is waiting for you. He will explain everything, but you are running short of time. Are you prepared? Are you ready? Ready as we'll ever be, I suppose. There is no getting ready. There is only what what must happen and what won't. And you are going to start walking forward. Yilsa follows. Okay. As you all start walking deeper in, she nods her head and she folds her hands and she quietly says a prayer. And that is where we will end tonight's episode so as the curtain falls on yet another chapter with the adventures alcove we extend our gratitude for being part of this grand odyssey remember the dice never stop rolling and the mysteries never end crave more our alcove doors are always open at www.adventuresalcove.com you can also follow us on youtube instagram tiktok and every other platform we're available on. All with the same name, Adventurers Alcove. Until next time, keep those dice handy and your spirits high. Adventure awaits.